Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back. Happy Friday. So, some of you know this, but most of you don't. I'm actually working on a novel called Cap City. It's the first in a three-book uh, series. So, I'll start with chapter one. It's called Genesis. Come one, come all, to the greatest... Wait, that's not how this one starts. Our story is a little different, except for costumes. We do have costumes. Now, in some places, you may only hear of men and women with astonishing powers and some incredible abilities beyond those of normal human beings. But how often do you get to witness those amazing feats of speed and strength? Well, we don't have that problem here, not in Capital City. We seem to be the meta-human epicenter this side of the world. It's as though every meta in the known universe has migrated to Capital City over the last seven or eight decades or so and started a new life here. No one really can remember why the shift happened, or maybe nobody wants to remember. Anyone old enough to have been alive during the beginning of the Great Shift would already have died and passed on. There are rumors of someone outside of Capital City who knows the truth, but those have always been myths and bedtime stories. Capital City is a large, breathtakingly beautiful, sprawling metropolis of monstrous, extravagant skyscrapers that reach out to the sky like fingers, selling anything and everything you need, as well as offering up plenty of office spaces that reach out to the sun like flowers requesting its sweet rays as nourishment, and small and pop style shops selling their unique wares and services. Family-run businesses that have been there for many decades, serving multiple generations. The latter of often the better products, but higher prices than those that are based in the first couple of the bottom floor store and services in the aforementioned skyscrapers. How else could they compete with these huge conglomerate chain stores? Even our capital building is a skyscraper, the tallest and flashiest building in the city, of course. The city's crest is a solid br bronze emblazoned on the very top, calling attention to it and the flag unfurled atop it in the breeze. In recent years, many of our residents, including myself, have shortened our home city's name, Capital City, and started to call it Cap City. Why? Maybe they're lazy. Maybe they think it fits our city's atmosphere, atmosphere better. Maybe they're right because it caught on, now everyone uses it. It's even been spray painted on the city signs. All I know is that this is where I live and I wouldn't have it any other way. My life here isn't the best, not even close to normal, but it's all I know. You see, unfortunately, I was born as a normal person, powerless. We are in a new era where the metahumans are next step on the evolutionary chain, outnumber those who are born normal. The normal people are looked down upon and bullied, forced to do the tedious, pointless jobs, push papers, and clean up after everyone while the meta do all the exciting jobs. Cops, politicians, even a lot of the athletes and entertainers. We can't even join the military. That is the hand we've been dealt. The meta really seem to enjoy being hard on us normies, as they call us, because we are normal and without any powers. We can't even stand up for ourselves or fight back. What makes it even worse for me is that my parents are meta, and not only are they meta, but they are both very famous meta at that. Captain the Bombshell, the heroes of Capital City. They saved Cap City some number of years ago, and now they're giant celebrities. Superhero icons. Hey, hey, everyone. 
Big Duke here on TBHZ Radio. So I'd like to read some more of my novel for you guys today. Where we left off, we just found out that the main character's parents were the big heroes of his city, the most well-known people. You know, everybody knew their name. Everybody knew who he was. Everybody who knew they were. They were gods among men. And it just so happened that their son was born normal, not a meta, no powers, completely average. And so here we go. It was the battle for Capital City. Pyrofire, a group of fire controlling, or in other words, pyrokinetic meta, had attacked the city in the middle of the night. They caught them all off of their guard, using the cover of darkness to sneak into town. They say that most of the people that died that night did so in their sleep, never knowing the sacrifices they were making. So many people lost so much that night. Those that survived had to start over and rebuild. A lot of the normal families were completely wiped out. They were doomed from the beginning. There was no way for them to protect themselves against the onslaught. Their ambush in the cover of darkness had worked out perfectly. Captain and the bombshell were the first to notice, awoken by the smell of smoke. Numerous buildings had already burned to the ground with all of their contents still inside, occupants included. A battle for the ages ensued. A war had been waged on Capital City and its citizens. So many lives were lost, but many more lives were saved that day. Once the bombshell released her siren's song, which is more like a banshee's wail, it was over. Captain had used his mighty fists to pummel his way through any standing fighters. As a last-ditch effort, the street gang calling themselves Pyrofire detonated a thermite-powered explosive, but our heroes were out of its blast radius. With their numbers dwindling and their leader left with no legs because of their catastrophic failed explosive attack, the remaining Pyrofire had to flee. They never returned to Cap City, and no one has heard from them or really tried anything like that since. Let me fix this here real quick. Boop. I'm their only child, their legacy, and I have no powers. Nothing. They had big hopes for me. While pregnant, the offspring of Cap City's greatest heroes. They were telling everyone how I was destined for greatness. How I was going to be the next big hero. A legend. When I was born normal, it was a devastating blow to them. My parents didn't speak to each other for months, each one blaming the other for my shortcomings. My mother battled depression for months. I don't know that they ev- uh, I know that they eventually made up and finally accepted it. They just never really accepted me. My parents like to think I'm still a naive child. Like I can't see that tiny shred of complete disappointment in their eyes. Our son. How could this happen to our son? We had so much planned for him. They must be thinking, that look in their eyes says it all, speaks volumes. What are people going to think? Do you think they're going to stare? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm lost in a sea of confusion and self-loathing. Like every son, I just want to make my parents proud. I want them to see me as the man that I am and not the man they want me to be. I can still make them proud. I can still do great things. I can almost burp the entire alphabet in a single breath. I am special. My job is pretty damn uneventful. 
I think downright boring, actually. I'm a clerk at the Capital City Police Department, first precinct, which means I just type arrest reports and stuff like that and then file them away. The police don't have much to do anymore. They don't do the arresting because that is meta work. The meta do all the hard work. The police department's job is to pretty much just do all the paperwork and transport the accused persons to jail or prison. We can't even be guards in the precinct or jails. Those are meta jobs as well. Uh, I should put in here. Um, because of metas, the metas in jail. Are meta in there. Um, we are barely allowed to work. We are barely allowed to work with the detainees in lockup at the station. With the sheer amount of meta in the city, the crime rate is especially low, making my job even worse. Every once in a while we have a theft or some meta who wants to be noticed and does something stupid. Some days, okay, most days, I just sit at my desk and daydream about what it would be like to be a meta, even if just for one day. What would my power be? Would it be strength or speed? Would it be heat vision or frost touch? I'd give anything to not be normal. I need excitement in my life. Peace has its price. Micah, are you daydreaming again? Jerome asked. You've got this blank look on your face. Are you in there? I was jerked away from my superhero daydream suddenly. He knew me better than anyone else, and sadly, better than my parents ever will. We had been best friends since the end of our freshman year of high school. We met in detention hall after we were part of an unplanned sit-in. The school didn't take kindly to it, and the 23 students involved all got in trouble. He's the only reason I got this job. The only reason I keep this job. He's the closest thing to a normal family I'll ever have. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I can't help it, bro. I hate this job. It is... I pause. How do you say this? It's too mundane. Too boring. We're 25. Don't you want more, I, I ask? He has to, right? Everyone does. I don't want to be happy just settling for where I've been placed. What I've been told I have to do. What about what I want to do? I'm certain there's more for me out there. Something bigger and something significant. I understand, man. Things can get a little stagnant in here, he says, a slight tinge of comprehension in his voice. I wish I was I wish there was more out there for us too, but hold on, I messed up here, but sadly, there isn't besides, I like this job. I think it's exciting to read the stories of what all those guys are doing out there. That's the only reason I don't mind all the typing. Don't you think it's amazing? Jerome finishes. I'm lost. How can he really enjoy the monotony and slow pace of this job? It's killing me. Every morning I wake up and dread coming to this place. My heart sinks at the thought of sitting and typing all day. The only break I get from sitting is when I get up 
walk to the file room. To file the paperwork I just typed out, or when I have time for lunch. I hate my life. I've heard too many stories from my parents to find them exciting anymore. And if you don't mind me asking, Jerome, why do you like this soul-sucking job so much? I question of him out of sheer morbid curiosity. I need to know. Maybe I can find peace in this job. I'm not really sure what it is. I guess it's because it's safe and not very demanding. No ex unexpected surprises. No risk. I get to live vicariously through them as well, I guess. I wish I could do what they do. And that is his reply. I don't think I can accept that as a real answer. That trash was a total cop-out. That was a totally safe answer. Same old Jerome. Let's go get lunch, man. The usual. I need a break from this place. My head hurts, and I need some sunlight and fresh air. I say hurriedly as I grab my phone and head off towards the door. Dude, hey, we have to clock out, he shouts back to me just as I reach the door. I turn and begrudgingly tread my way back in his direction, away from the exit, away from my freedom. I reach the clock just after Jerome has punched his card, and he stands there waiting for me. He should have just clocked me out. We could be out of here by now. Instead, I wait in line for my turn to punch my card and go behind the cattle pushing through in front of me. And I'm going to leave it there for now. I will get more to you guys later. Enjoy. Bye. 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 Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.